Hello and welcome to Podcast Eater, the Culture Eater podcast. My name is Ezekiel, I'm the editor and co-runner of Culture Eater, and today I'm joined by a very special guest, um, Lakeside Visitor Brendan. Hello, um, Lakeside Visitor Brendan. Hello, How are you going? um, Ez. How are you, um, going? No, I've already asked you. Well, I'm, um, doing quite well, thank you. Okay, that's good. Now you ask me. No, I already asked you. <laughs> okay, yeah, I'm I'm not bad. Good, it's good to hear. Anyway, so I've got you on here today to talk about a uh, film. Mm-hmm. I don't know why I had to think about that. This is a. Oh, I know why, but I'm just not. I'm just not going to bring it up again in case we ruin. The yeah, episode. yeah. Let, 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 let's let's not bring it up. It's already taken us about ten minutes to get to this point, so. Um, but we're talking about a film, which is kind of interesting because you're a, a lakeside professional. Of sorts, yes. Yeah, of sorts. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I've, I've studied marine science, so it's interesting that we're talking about this film today. Do you know what film we are talking about? I do believe so. It's uh, called Ponyo. Ponyo? Yes, Ponyo. Where is Ponyo? A little fishy in the sea? I don't know where. I... Oh, I don't know. I, I believe on a cliff by the sea? On a cliff by the sea, that's right, yes. Yes, yeah, that, that's where Ponyo is. But not first, not straight off the bat. Yeah, yeah. All right, so why don't... Look, you, you do the plot, all right? I, I, I need to have a breather for a brief moment. All right, let's see what I remember from the plot. So technically... um. Ponyo is not Ponyo. Her, na- her name is Brunhilda. And um, Fujimoto, a once human wizard slash scientist. He lives underwater. Um, Brunhilda is one of his many, many daughters. Brunhilda has this grandiose idea of shedding her fish life and she wishes to become a human. Skipping a bit there, but yes. Well, yeah, skipping a little bit. So she finds a way to get onto onto land, of course. There's also a boy named Sosuke who lives with his mother called uh, his mother Lisa. They live at they live in a um a house on a cliff by the sea, as per the song in the movie. And Sosuke, by chance, happens upon Ponyo. Uh, which she which she wants to be known as because she wants to cast off the her old life as Brunhilde. They make Sosuke and um, Ponyo become very close friends, but obviously because Fuji Fujimoto uh, have a massive argument, he well I don't know if he was no he's not the one that does it, but unfortunately because of the magic that has kept. Brunhilde and all, all her um, siblings in uh, with Fujimoto. Unfortunately, basically... Did you want me the, to take over? Yeah. I'm terrible at doing it today. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I've noticed. Ha ha ha. Sorry, I mean, oh, that's really unfortunate. Good thing I'm here to help you out. Oh, wow. Thank you for your help. I can't believe you came in just in time. Ha 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 ha. Here we go. All right. Yeah. Plot from from the top. You ready? Go. 
because I'm ready. Okay, the year XXXX. The period of the year is also a series of X's. There is a child na- known as Sock. Sosuke. Sosuke. Sausage Case. There's a child known as Sausage Case. And Sausage Case likes the water and the sea. Because you see, Sausage Case's father is a, a sea man. Of some description. In that he... Pardon? Of some description. I think he's a trawler, of some description. isn't he? he? He's a trawler, but the, the, they're trawlers that are cleaning up rubbish, yeah, I believe. Yeah. Because, you know, he lives in a poor town. And... Sausage Case's mother, known as Lisa, um, is an amazingly good at drifting. And when I mean drifting, I'm talking about cars, of course. Oh, of course. And and really good at speeding around and, and stuff. So anyway, one day, uh, Brunhilde, is it, is it Brunhilde or is it Brunhild? Brunhilde. Brunhilde. Uh, is, so Brunhilde's father... Mm-hmm. Yeah, is someone who used to live above water and now lives underwater and is a wizard of sorts. Yeah. And Brunhilde's mother, as well as Brunhilde's sister's mother, they, they both have the same mother and father, but his mother is the god of the ocean, I believe, mm-hmm. or goddess of the ocean, however you want to look at it. Brunhilde is a bit more curious, ends up getting trapped in a jar that's being cleaned up. Yeah. Ends up washing ashore. Sosuke? It is Sosuke, right? Sosuke? Sosuke, yeah. Sosuke, okay, alright. Sosuke ends up coming across the trapped Brunhilde. Mm -hmm. Frees him, puts him in a bucket of fresh water for some reason. Or maybe it's salty water, who knows. Uh, Gets a cut. Names, I'm not too sure at what stage, but ends up naming... Brunhilde Ponyo. At some point, Ponyo licks Brunhilde from now, henceforth known as uh, Ponyo, uh, licks a cut on Sausage Case's hand. And I've got to stop saying that. So Sosuke's <laughs> hand, it heals, gets a taste for human blood. Also ends up eating a bit of bacon as well. Yeah. Um, because of that, that ends up influencing Ponyo, who then decides that she wants to become human so she can be with Sosuke. Yeah. That is a lot of explanation for what is a really simple thing. <laughs> Probably a little bit more, uh, I wouldn't say over the top, but anyway. And and then it, it goes from there. There ends up being some mishaps, which leads to uh, the town being flooded with water, but everyone's pretty much safe. Mm-hmm. And there's a, a, a small quest on it. Very small quest. Yeah. So, I'm guessing you like this film. Um, I do actually, yeah. I guess going back to my, uh, I'm guessing a previous Brendan, uh, we chatted about this particular, we, we chatted for a brief moment um, before this podcast and they seem to enjoy um, My Name of Totoro just as much as they did... Um, uh, Ponyo. So I'm kind of in. I'm kind of. I'm kind of in the same boat with that one. Um, Ponyo is just very funny, enjoyable. Funny. Funny you mentioned boat because. Ah, yes. Yes, definitely. 
I guess you can say, like, about every Studio Ghibli film, it's vibrant, it's colourful, it's fun, it's playful, whilst also dealing with um, a serious topic. This one, I probably assume, is more closely akin to uh, flooding and global warming, I suppose, or, or tsunami, like, the, the wake of tsunamis and stuff like that, um, natural disasters, or something or other. I feel this one's just meant to be really lighthearted and not overly deep and meaningful. Again, no pun intended. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> it, it's just kind of meant to be a thing. Yeah. Of, of sorts. Uh, it, it kind of takes cues from The Little Mermaid. And not Disney's The Little Mermaid, but the the the, the short story. Well, the story of The Little Mermaid. Yeah, yeah. I mean, well, I, I don't actually know if that's the case, but this is what I'm guessing hmm. that takes from a few cues from of course it is also still kind of, kind of its own thing yeah but yeah uh the the plot's pretty short and sweet everything works out and spoilers everything works out in the end but the ending did kind of i know some of it did leave me a bit baffled hmm. so what did you think of the why music. are you still why 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 are you stilting that for are you trying to extrapolate the time this one takes to finish no um <laughs> i loved it um i i watched it many many years ago um and i watched it again recently last year it's it's very lighthearted it's funny in places um very well animated just like every other Ghibli film I've seen. The dub in this one's actually not too bad. A little less stoic than other um, English dubs that I've found with um, other Ghibli films. It's got a good story. It's easy to watch. It's easy to follow along. Um, the ending... I also thought the ending was a bit... Eh, as well, to be honest. It's definitely one of the weaker films of the... Um, the Ghibli lineup, but in saying that on its own, it's still a very, it's still a very enjoyable film overall. I, I've not had much fault with it. Um, yeah, that's really much all I can say. It's still enjoyable. It's not the best Ghibli film out there, but in the case of having a bunch, and I do mean a bunch of great films in the um, Studio Ghibli stable, um, you could be, you could do better, you could do better, but Ponyo is is still very much enjoyable to watch, and the music and the music is great too. <laughs> it, it is it is enjoyable to watch. It's very whimsical and light, mm. uh, which I think we've already covered. There's really great animation in this one, and once more, it is hand animated. I think there was a period where uh, the studio was using some computer-generated imagery or at least some computer-generated assistance and then they decide to stop and go back to being completely hand-animated and it just looks really good. It does. Really, really good. Mm. It, it, it is a well-made film yeah. when, it, and, when it comes to the animation. Yeah, and especially in a world where most of, most of the anim most animation is done digitally now. There aren't that many... Uh, production studios who still choose to do hands like hand-drawn cells 
and stuff like mm. that. So it just looks crisp. It looks beautiful. That's not to shame computer-generated animation. Yeah, yeah. Just want to point that out. Obviously, the studio has a lot of money behind them. Mm. Well, at least enough to do this kind of stuff, right? Yeah. So them doing it, you know, being able to make it look really good should, you know, be something that's implied. But the fact that they still do it and they go ahead. Yeah. Obviously, you know, there's a certain art and craft in it and they've just handled it really well. Mm. Like when you've got Ponyo running on the the waves, which are also fish of a sort. Yeah. You know, and just seeing them all like shift around and all this stuff that's going on. It looks busy without looking messy. Mm. And then you've got the more relaxed scenes as well that go on when uh, Ponyo and I was about to call him Fever Mountain. Uh, Sosuke? Sos- yeah. Sosuke? Sausage. Okay. Sausage kid. <laughs> we got to stop Fever doing Mountain. that. It's, it's, yeah. Fever Mountain? Okay. Fever Mountain. <laughs> Yeah, so when, uh, oh no, no, Sosuke, Sosuke, okay. Sosuke, yeah. So when Ponyo and Sosuke go on their little uh, boat adventure, mm. as well, you know, and and that's just really animated really well. And there's also a lot of space around when it happens. You see a bit of the underwater stuff mm. as well that's going on. Uh, all the all the sea life's also drawn really nicely and whatnot. There's one where Sasuke sees one and it's a prehistoric fish. And I can't remember what name he uses, but I thought it was Dunkleosis. Dunkleosis? Dunkleosis? I, I can't quite remember the exact spelling and pronunciation of it. Yeah. But it's, it's, it's one that looks like it's got this kind of rock head and a sort of like beak type thing at the front. Not like a forward pointing beak, but like a kind of turtle beak. Yeah. Sort of, it's just like a really hard jawline. I'm, I'm describing it really badly, but like it basically looks like a rock head and it's not a colocanth, yeah. which don't really have rock heads in the first place. But anyway, I thought it was a specific fish, but it might have been a different one. I was also hoping that Lee Cinch This would show up as well, mm. which is the largest ever fish we've had, theorized largest ever fish released. Because we've found bones of it, but I don't think we've known if they've been adult or not. Yeah. But then, then you see, you know, like the smaller sea creatures as well, like the, you know, the octopus that's like trying to get into the house or something, if I remember correctly. Yeah, I think so. And then the, there's there's the crabs that get in through the crab shield earlier on. Mm. Basically, everything's animated really well and it's very vibrant. And even the storm section, which is what presents the most danger. Yeah in the film uh, has, you know, that that also is great. Uh, you know, just very vibrant in a way, even though it's dark and eerie and menacing. Yeah, like... But, uh... So, go on. No, I was just going to say, like, it... Just coming back to, like, every other Studio Ghibli film, it's just vibrant, colourful. It's done, like, most of the colours and all that are done in such a way where it's... It just feels right. I guess. Hmm. Not really much else you can say other than it's a Ghibli film. You know what you're getting into. You know exactly what you're getting out of it. We, we, we can say a bit more. I mean, I can certainly say a bit more. Hmm. Okay. 
And the, the characters are generally well personified enough. Mm. I do feel that the leads in this one are a little bit weaker. Yeah. It's kind of playing into, I guess, kids' logic to an extent. Mm. And that's fine. They they work for the whimsy, you know, like they're not entirely aware of the sense of danger that's going on. And, of course, one of them is just very fresh to the uh, the experience of the human life and um, is much more excitable because everything's really fascinating, you know. Yeah. And... Yeah, Fever Mountain feeds off that really well because he too is a, a young, rapacious child. Mm. Pretty sure the right word is rapacious. Could be incorrect there, but whatever. Lisa is on Qualudes, or Qualudes, <coughs> constantly. Mm. It's like, oh, you, you, here's your fish friend from earlier and now they're a human. Okay. That's fine. Whatever. She, she totally accepts it without any issue. Oh look, the water's almost up to the house. All right, whatever. Gonna gonna drive over to the old folks somehow. Disappear for most of the film. Actually, that's pretty sad when the kid starts crying. Ad- admittedly, when uh, Sosuke starts crying, worried that he's yeah lost his mum. But that that only that's very much spoilers. That's very yeah. much swept away really quickly as well. You know. Yeah. And that in in itself is kind of a bit yeah yeah because I, I mean it doesn't fit with the tone of the film so much to have him just like just have this sudden very bleak moment mm. but at the same time it's kind of a bit harsh and maybe that can speak to the way that kids emotions can change really quickly but even so yeah and then yeah but like she's fine she's again unfazed by the fact that she ends up having a conversation with the goddess of the sea Mm. My favorite character by far was man who rejected land to become an underwater wizard <laughs> by far because he's just he's so like bumbling and at first it seems like he's going to be evil when it turns out he really isn't yeah I know that kind of disappointed me to be honest well there's no essential like I think that's always been one of the the strengths about most of the Ghibli films yes some of them have had a clear antagonist um in some movies um there's a lot of gray area with the characters as well. It, like Fuji, Fujimoto, Fujimoto is not an antagonist of sorts. He does appear to be the antagonist at the start, but he shows genuine care and love for um, Brunhilde and Ponyo and also changes his mind after seeing the effect that um, uh, Sosuke has had on um, on Ponyo as well. The whole The whole trope of love changes all and all that sort of stuff. That kind of disappointed me that he just turned out to be a bumbling dad, though. Mm. Because, I don't know, like, at the start, he's just, like, doing this this really graven speech. You know, he's like, Humanity. Nature's ultimate flaw. Mm. Polluting where they can and taking all. We must reject the land and let the sea rise up once more. Once my well fills up finally, it'll be the ocean's time again. But until then, the putrid filth and maelstrom of corruption rules. He does. He does have that e- like that evil vibe at the start. But but like when when he when he's doing that, I'm just going, yeah, right on. All right, I'm with you, dude. <laughs> and then it turns out, yeah, no, I'm just I I I'm I'm just a dad. Yeah. 
I'm scared of your mum, but not really. <laughs> oh, you, 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 your mum's pretty chill with things as well. All right. And then, yeah, Lisa is just, I don't know, is clearly on another planet half the time and just does not give a shit at all about what's going on. She's like, yeah, whatever. Yeah. Yeah, okay, this is happening. All right, sweet, whatever. I, I know ultimately, like, that it's it's not any of that. It's just, it, it's to fit the tone of the film. Yeah. That's the way the characters are. But I, on a more serious note, I feel that, like, some of the characters are developed well enough and some of them just aren't. Mm-hmm. And that has a lot to do with how quickly the... It's not a short film, but it feels like it moves really quickly as well. Do, do you know what I mean? Yeah, it's oddly paced in points. For sure. Like, when... when um. I suppose when the big tsunami happens and everybody is um everybody's just trying to figure out what the hell's going on, they're already they're moving so fast in some sections and then in other sections it just slows to a crawl. Not that there's anything like egregiously wrong with that in this film. It it just seems jarring in certain points, but other than that, it's it, it's something you can re- you can really let go to be honest. Yeah. Oh, and the music's fine as well. Yeah, the music works. Music's are always great in every Ghibli films. You can't really go wrong. Did you wrong. say music's are always great? The music's... How you made me say it? I said the music is always great. I'm pretty sure you said the music's... You're more than welcome to go back into the recording and see if I did it. And if I did, I am sorry, but yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, I, I'm, I'm going to have to, so I guess we'll find out soon enough. Yes, I'll be getting a message from you later. Um, <laughs> But yeah. But yeah, the music always works. There's not really much to say there. It's it's good. It's enjoyable. I'll, I'll listen to it on its own. Yeah. I kind of wonder what happens with all that water. Yeah, when it all receded, where did it go? Does Sea Dad end up restoring everything? I don't remember. I don't remember. Like, it's not really mentioned whether or not the um when the sea receded, if it like destroyed everything or not. Well, you don't see the sea recede. Does it, oh no, it does. It does go away. If I remember rightly, you don't see that happen. No, you're right. I don't think Wait, so. Do you or don't you? Now I don't. I I saw. Okay, so I only saw this. I saw this almost a week ago, and I don't remember. Um, I think I think because that like if it does happen, it happens around the ending. And when the ending was happening, I was just going, huh? Okay. Yeah, I, I feel the ending just is a little too convenient as well, even given what's going on and how lighthearted and whimsical the film is. Yeah, yeah. I find the ending is just a little too uh, not fitting. It had to have an ap- a happy ending of sorts. Like when um, when Ponyo becomes human proper, um, the balance of nature is restored and all the ships come back, from, uh, come back into port and all that sort of thing. And honestly... I but suppose. Does that happen? Yeah, it does happen at the end. Yeah, it does. I'm I'm pretty sure we don't see that happen though. It does happen in the end though. Are you, are you, are you looking it up? No, I'm not. All right, look, just just look it up quickly. Okay, there with me. We we know the ships are safe. We we know that much. That's covered earlier on in the film. Uh, they're all protected by the ocean goddess. The balance of nature is thus restored and previously stranded ships head back to port. Yeah, so it does. They do. Oh, that's, a, that's a shame. You're, ex- you're expecting half of this movie to be a, a doomed story, huh? 
Oh yeah, totally. <laughs> Actually, I didn't. I didn't know what I was what I was going to get going in, uh, and and I enjoyed most of it. But there there are problems with it, which were previously mentioned. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, uh, as few words as possible. Would you recommend this film? Most certainly, yeah. Like every other Ghibli film I've seen, I have not been like steered wrong. It's very enjoyable to watch. It's um, it's it, like uh, like most other Ghibli films, you can go back to it. Um, but I kind of feel like this one needs a little bit of time before you rewatch it, um, because of its egregious problems. I wouldn't call them egregious. Well, they're not. They no, no, problems. no, not egregious. My my poor choice of words. The um, the slight issues, uh, with the pacing and the story of the film as well. But still, I highly recommend it. It is definitely worth a watch. Um, I am in the same boat. Footpath. Ah, radio. <laughs> <laughs> Perhaps this was not as much of a deep dig as people would have liked. I also I also think that um, we ended up spending a lot more time than we thought we were going to on this, so... We were only skimming... The surf... The soil. Get out. Get out. Just... just no. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm, I'm going. Just, just bear with me. I'm, I'm getting up. I'm leaving. Oh, so he's actually leaving it to me. All right. Um, so Ez has obviously left, unfortunately, but he does thank you for, for, for listening. Um, he's usually around here to ask me whether or not I, whether or not I want to spruik stuff, so I will spruik my stuff in his stead. Um, I Is there my- something you want to spruik? <laughs> oh, you're still here. <laughs> you try and you try and make, try and stuck around so I wouldn't mess this up. Um, Alright, so I stream Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays on Twitch under twitch.tv forward slash BZ. You can find me there. Um, I'm also under Twitter under BZ93. And I'm also a contributor for the Culture Reader website. You can find my reviews on the website as well. Okay. Well, thank you very much for being here, Mr. Brendan. Thank you very much for having me. Uh, I hope you enjoy your lakeside technician stuff. I will, I will. Thank you. It's going to be a whale of a time. So thank you very much to everyone who has uh, listened. Thank you to everyone who is also rating our stuff. And thank you to our patrons for supporting us. We hope you're all getting something out of this. Even if some of the stuff you're... You, like, you, you, some stuff you don't enjoy us talking about. Uh, if you have any feedback, please let us know. All feedback is welcome to be sent to us, of which we'll promptly then toss it into... Actually, not the ocean. We'll, we'll, we'll throw it somewhere less liquidy. Big thank you, of course, to Sixo because Sixo, you are the ice to our berg. Yeah, that one works. You're real. You're really running out of those, aren't you? Uh, yeah, yeah, that's neither here nor there. So, but anyway, everyone, um, oh, you're gonna thank Sixo as well. Uh, yeah, thank you, Sixo, for everything you you put up with us. And like, no, 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 I just, I'm kidding. Um, Sixo, thank you for allowing us to keep doing this. This is enjoyable as always. And, um, yeah, thank you very much. All right. But look, everyone, we hope you, you stay safe, be kind to one another and yeah, hope you enjoy or get the most out of whatever thing you're doing at the moment. And thanks for listening and we hope you enjoy your day. All right. All right bye. Bye.